Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to Politics by Faith. I want to play for you a couple segments here from our latest special on the TV, on the first TV. First, we talk with, the, sec- the special is called Pride Before the Fall, because it's Pride Month. The first segment here is with uh, a guy named Ali London. So he was born a man, lived life as a woman, and uh, has detransitioned back to a man. And I love getting insight from these detransitioners because I, wanna, I want us all to know how we can protect our kids from this because they were there and they've been back and they have incredible wisdom and insight. So we talk with them and then we uh, get to, well, the the real politics by faith segment of this all. We debunk the born this way claim and then we talk about what your identity should really be and as opposed to this, I'm born this way and it's who I am, I am gay. It's like, oh no, you're much, much more than that. Enjoy. What's your message to parents if their daughter comes to them and says, uh, I feel like a boy or vice versa? It's not going to be easy, but you might have to go against the advice of, of your doctors. Because right now, most healthcare associations in the U.S. are pushing transition as the only treatment for minors who present with gender dysphoria. But the truth is that transitioning is never appropriate for kids. What is your message to eight-year-old Chloe or all the other eight-year-olds out there who felt the same way you felt years ago? What do you say to them? You are so much more than your body. I'm grateful for our next guest, Ali London, author of the book, Gender Madness. One man's devastating struggle with woke ideology and his battle to protect children. Ali, how are you today? I'm great, thanks, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful you're here. I wanna make sure I have your timeline and your journey right. I'm gonna do this concisely and correct me where I'm wrong. You are a man, you had a bunch of surgeries to become a woman or to live like a woman. You've come to regret this and now you're speaking out against the gender ideology movement. Is that fair? What would you add to that? Yeah, absolutely. So I struggled with gender dysphoria and body dysmorphia for my entire life. And then as an adult, I started to have surgeries just to try and improve my image. And eventually it kind of became an addiction. And I had so many people around me throughout my life telling me, you know, I look better as a woman. Maybe I was destined to be a woman or I was born in the wrong body. So, you know, I had this surgery and then I started to have facial feminization surgery. 
and publicly came out as trans because you know everyone was telling me you're meant to be a woman this is the reason you're struggling with your identity um and then mm. you know i'm living as a woman and you get so much praise when you're trans you have so many there are these trans activists oh you're so stunning you're so brave and then the moment i decided that this was not the right path for me and i was actually harming myself and the other people i influence uh, that is when all these trans activists turned on me wow have you I, got, I want to go through all that but have you decided have you figured out excuse me discovered is the word I was looking for have you discovered the root of why you wanted to be something else yeah so a lot of it stems from bullying in my teenage years um, also you know my father was um, not very nice to my mother so um, I basically spent a lot of time with my mom and you know I was always around girls so kind of that had an effect on me to make me and you know because I struggled with my identity so it made me think maybe I was meant to be a girl I was always interested in girls toys and you know the color pink um and you know that's the sad thing because so many people these days that you know boys that play with girls toys they're suddenly being put on hormones and pushed into surgeries which is incredibly wrong so you know I was I was kind of uh falling into this trap I became trans and then I realized you know what this is harmful and I actually found faith and that was the turning point for me that I needed an outlet in my life to kind of help me realize the harm I was doing and you know, going to church, finding God and finding faith really was the uh, pinnacle moment that helped me transform my life. Amen for that. When you started going through the, the surgery process, did anyone ever ask you about any of the emotional issues in your life? And did any of the surgeons care? No, I mean, you know, surgery is about making money. So they're all too keen to have you through the door and to take your money but there was no real duty of care like maybe this person has a struggle with body dysmorphia or something else you know and, and that's the sad thing because there's not really checks and balances these days same when they're transitioning teenagers it's you know they just have one meeting with a therapist they get a letter of approval and they're suddenly on hormones or being recommended for you know gender reassignment surgery so it's really really harmful and i think we need to get back to a stage where if we look at this as a mental health issue you know, I'm open to admit that I did struggle with mental health issues and most of these people do and we should be uh, treating that at the root cause instead of kind of misdiagnosing these kids, putting them into surgery, you know, let's actually help them, let's counsel them, let's give them therapy and, you know, even taking them to church to help them get through this mm. struggle because most of these people with gender dysphoria, they don't really uh, want to change, they're just being forced to change or they're being indoctrinated and, you know, they get to a stage in adult life where they realize that it was a big mistake and it's irreversible at that point. Yeah, so you were in the movement, obviously, so you know the activists, you know the people who are pushing this. I'm sure some with good intention, thinking they're helping, and some perhaps with more nefarious motives. But what do you think we need to understand about the, 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 LGBT, the LGBT in particular activists? What are they doing? What are they doing this for? What's driving them? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is the no spin news all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. 
We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you have to look at who is behind this. So you have some very big, powerful lobby groups. You have the Human Rights Campaign, who has been pushing all of these companies to have diversity, to push transgender issues. So you have Target, you have Bud Light, you know, all these brands are being pushed by a lobby group. And this is the same lobby group that is also uh, pushing for children to be transitioned. So what they're trying to do, they're trying to plant a seed in the minds of children. They're thinking if we can have trans stuff absolutely everywhere, we can convince these children that they can be trans and we can get them into the medical systems. So it's all about profits. So it's sad because, you know, there, there are many people out there, there are many lesbians, gay, bisexual people that are, you know, um, being linked into this. And it's unfair on them to be associated with these radical trans activists. And uh, you know, they cause so much harm to their own community. They cause so much harm to women. And it's just leave mm-hmm. the children alone. You know, if you have these delusions about your ideology, Keep it to yourself. It's very harmful to push it on other people, especially considering the fact most people with gender dysphoria are extremely mentally vulnerable. Many have autism, many have bipolar, Mm. suicidal tendencies. So to push this on a vulnerable person is really, it's outrageous. Yeah. How old were you when you first started having ideas of gender dysphoria? So at age five, I actually started playing with girls' toys. And as a teenager, I used to get called a girl all the time. I used to get bullied. So really started to develop very severely around 13. So they would say, the activists would say, we need to have all this stuff out there in pop culture so that all the other 13-year-olds, all the other 13-year-old Ollies know that you're not alone, Ollie, and that there is a, a solution to your problem. So that, that's their argument for why they need to go to the kids. What do you say to that? Right, Mike, that's a great point because that's what they try to say. It's all about inclusion and you, you, know, you want children to be accepting. But every single child is born accepting. They're born non-judgmental. They, they're the most non-judgmental type of people. Um, so it's the fact that they're using this as a guise to push this radical gender ideology. And it's abuse. It's child abuse because they're purposely targeting kids that are very susceptible and very vulnerable to ideas that are pushed to them. And if they're watching cartoons, if they're going to Target, they're seeing all of this merchandise. You know, if they're going on TikTok and being exposed to this, it's a concerted push to change their mind and to convince them but this is totally normal and this is the right solution for them because if they don't become trans, they're not cool, they're not part of the trend. So it's really, it's not a harm, it's not a harmless trend like being a goth or being an emo, which some teenagers have been mm. through. This is a dangerous trend. It's a cult. 
What did 13-year-old Ollie need to hear from the people he loved? It's very difficult because when you're a teenager, you're going through puberty, so it's a really difficult time. Your body's changing, the way you look is changing. You know, I had very bad acne. So it's very difficult in that mindset to even listen to an adult. But I think the right approach would be to um, uh, for parents to have a conversation with their kids, not teachers. Teachers have no place. Parents to speak to their kids, and if a kid is being led down the wrong path, is to guide them and say, look, this is perfectly normal being a teenager. You're bound to kind of have these feelings, but just hang in there, stay strong. When you become an adult, you'll become happy to accept yourself. And around 85% of teens that experience gender dysphoria, they actually grow out of it in adolescence. So it's completely the wrong approach to try to affirm their gender. Was there a pivot moment uh, and when you, when you realized this was a big mistake? Like, was there one particular moment or was it sort of a, a steady uh, uh, enlightening? Well, so it was kind of a steady and lighting. So I basically had a lot of family and friends that were upset that I was on this damaging path. And, you know, I had to take a step back because I was causing a lot of harm. And, you know, I have a lot of fans on TikTok, on Instagram. And I had to think, you know what, young people are being kind of guided by me, whatever I post. And I actually have a responsibility. So I need to take a step back. I need to work on myself. You know, I started going to therapy, started going to church, work on myself, find happiness from within. And then that particular moment of going to church for the first time, was the enlightening moment. And it made me realize, you know, there is a possibility that I can change. I don't have to continue down this destructive path. I can actually mm. find the real me and use this experience that I've been through. You know, because I feel that God put me through this to be a voice of reason for these kids. So, you know, use all of my experience to try and help the world and you know, stop focusing on my obsession with the way I looked and start focusing on helping other people that are struggling with it. Wow, the way I look, that's great. Two quick questions. Uh, what is your identity now? So I'm just back to being me, so back to being a man. You know, that's the way I was born. And, you know, I'm very blessed to have finally discovered that through many years of struggling. What is your advice to parents of younger kids who are trying to navigate this crazy culture? I would just say to parents, be wary of uh, any changes in your kids because there are school districts mm. that push gender ideology on kids. They reward kids that transition. So, you know, parents need to keep an eye. If their their child is has friends that are suddenly becoming trans out of the blue, you know, have a look at that and see what's going on. Speak to their parents and see, is this school pushing this on kids? And, you know, just play, pay closer to attention. And, you know, parents should really monitor or even stop their kids being on things like TikTok because it's not, it's not harmless. It's really damaging, actually. When a kid has a vulnerability, they're thinking about, you know, gender, suddenly the algorithm is only going to show them videos about gender ideology and it's going to become a big part of their life until one day they wake up and think you know maybe i am trans maybe the world is telling me i'm trans so parents should keep an eye on what they're doing on social media how many surgeries have you had i've had a lot so over 10 years i had 32 um, surgeries what was the most painful um so the most painful was actually gynecomastia which basically i used to have male chest fat um, so I had all of that removed and I basically nearly died. Um, you know, when they pulled out the, I had um, some kind of thing in my in my body to drain the blood and they pulled it out of my nipples. And you know, I was in so much agony. It was just horrifying and I really could have died. It's amazing that they allow this to go on. In children's hospitals, mm -hmm. this stuff happens. Terrible. Ali, uh, so grateful for you. You had a level of fame when you were uh, transgender and uh, you could have grabbed onto that. Uh, and kept you on this terrible path, but you had the courage to give that up and to go in a different direction. I'm really grateful, thank you. Thank you, Mike, appreciate it.
Ali London there. Follow him on Twitter. He's doing a great job exposing what's going on uh, behind the scenes because he knows. He knows. Mike Slater, spread the word. I want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Gold Group. These guys are great, as opposed to uh, the federal government. <laughs> Listen, it's about being a good steward of your money. Are your politicians good stewards of our money? How are they? Are they doing good? It's amazing that this debt ceiling passes, and uh, so many Republicans are like, can you believe? I can't believe we're raising the debt ceiling. It's just terrible. It's like, guys, you were in charge for two years, and you had the Senate, and you had the White House. What were you doing? You, you can't count on anyone. You're not gonna be rescued by anyone. You're not gonna be protected by anyone. No one in DC has your back, just forget it. So you gotta take matters into your own hands. You gotta make good decisions. See if gold is one of those good decisions for you and your family. Get a free investor's guide from Patriot Gold Group. These are the guys I trust. Bought gold from them for the first time years ago. They have a no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be turned into physical gold and silver. And uh, you, can just, you can also just have gold and silver. 1-888-617-6122. It's been around a long time. 1-888-617-6122. Free investors got in. They're the Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer. Six years in a row and counting. They're not messing around there. 1-888-617-6122. PatriotGoldGroup.com. Welcome back to our special Pride Before the Fall. Fantastic guest. Um, all right, we've got a couple things to do. I, I mentioned this earlier. Let me just pay this off and then we'll give the, the grand finale. One of the greatest lies from the, the LGBTQ lobby, and, and this is from that book we were quoting in the first segment from 1987 about how to convince straight people to, uh, to accept this whole movement, is the born this way claim. Here's what they wrote. They said, we argue that for all practical purposes, gays should be considered to have been born gay, even though sexual orientation for most humans seems to be the product of a complex interaction between innate predispositions and environmental factors during childhood and early adolescence. Alas, to suggest in public that homosexuality might be chosen is to open the can of worms labeled moral choices and sin and to give the religious intransigence a stick to beat us with. Straits must be taught that it is as natural for some persons to be homosexual as it is for others to be heterosexual. Wickedness and seduction have nothing to do with it. The whole born this way was a scam. It was a lie from the very beginning. The key line right there is, even though. They said we must argue that homosexuality is a uh, sin. Or excuse me, is a uh, something you're born with. Excuse me, it is something you're born with. Even though we know that's not true. Even though we know it's a mix of predispositions and environmental factors and trauma. Even though we know the truth, we have to tell people you're we born this way so that they don't come at us and say, that's a sin. It's not true. Born this way is not true. The, uh, the, the most thorough study that debunked this uh, was a 2007 Cornell University study, Ivy League. They did a survey of 12,000 Americans from 16 to 22 years old. Now, there's two great things about this study. First, it did not ask people about their past behavior from like 20, 30 years ago. It was taken in real time. 
and they would ask kids their current sexual preferences. Second good thing about this study, it followed the same people over a six-year period. So you can properly track how sexual preferences change over time. Here's what they found. Boys were asked if they had in the past year a romantic attraction to another male or a female. 1.5% of them said they only had a romantic attraction to another male. 1.5%. Okay. Five years later, they asked the same, the same people, the same who were boys, now young men, the same. And of that 1.5% of people who originally said, I'm only attracted to other boys, they asked them the exact same question again, who have you been romantically attracted to in the last year? 70% of them, the overwhelming majority, said I'm only attracted to women. Hold on. I thought you were born that way. I thought it was something you could never change. It was even more obvious for women. Of the girls who said they were only attracted to women, five years later, only 1% of them were still only attracted to women. 1%, 99%. Or, or now attracted to, to men. But what about born this way? Let's pivot. Let's pivot to our politics by faith ending here. Now that we've dispelled that very prevalent myth, which is important to do, but when you do that, like people like to grab onto a thing. So you can't, like and people grab onto this idea. We're born, people are born this way. They're born gay. And if you tell them to let go, they're not going to unless you can tell, unless you give them something else to grab onto. You know what I mean? Because people feel like they're hanging on for dear life over a cliff. They're hanging on to this thing. You're like, let go, let go, let go. It's a lie, it's a lie. You were lied to and they're like, I don't got anything else to hang on to. If I let go, I'm gonna die. So you gotta give them something else. You gotta give them the truth to grab onto so that they are free to let go of the thing they've been hanging on to. So what truth can we provide that fills that void? What does cause homosexuality? Where does it come from? How can we think about it, talk about it, and speak against the act of it? One of the most successful lies of the movement has been to call homosexuality an identity. We don't do this with anything else. No one says, I am a liar. I am an adulterer. But everyone says, I am gay. The activists made it an identity. I am. I am. No, you're not. You're not gay. You're more Maybe you're a person who engages in homosexual behavior, but that's not your identity. That's not the entirety of your being. Today, it's so screwed up that a 10-year-old can be gay. Like a 10-year-old says, I am gay, without ever, ever having even engaged in a homosexual act. That doesn't, like, that makes sense. We need to make or allow people or give people the opportunity to see a much bigger identity for themselves, much more than their pronouns. So let's talk about what homosexuality is, the act. It is sin. And that's what those Harvard guys didn't want you to be able to talk about. They didn't want people to talk about sin. They didn't want people to think about sin. But that's what it is. It's a sin just like many other sins. And I say that not to downplay. That's one of these things like, people are like, oh, it's a sin like everything else. You know, what's the big deal? No, 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 that's not my point. My point is not to downplay it. My point is to lift up all the bad things that we do to the level of deserving eternal damnation. How about that? Not to be like, oh, uh, homosexuality, lying, stealing, uh, it's all the same, whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. It's homosexuality, lying, stealing, they're all the same. You better get it right. 
a quote from Martin Lloyd-Jones. He said, uh, one of my favorite pastors said from the 50s, he said, I am privileged to preach a gospel that can wash us from the filth of sin, a gospel that can cleanse us and purify us from the pollution of sin, a gospel that can absolve us from its guilt and give us a robe of righteousness to stand in the presence of our holy God. This is a gospel that not only preaches forgiveness, it preaches renewal. It preaches a rebirth. It preaches a regeneration. It preaches a new man can rise out of the ashes of the fa of failure and walk as a saint before God. We are slaves to sin. We're slaves to lust. A sin of a person who engages in homosexual behavior is a, a sinner, just like the man who watches pornography and the man who cheats on his wife and the man who has lust in his heart even. We're all slaves to sin. Why do you keep committing the same sin over and over and over again? Because you're a slave to it. And you've been, a lot of people have been lied to by the gay lobby that, that, oh, that's who you are. You are a slave. Say it. Make it your identity. Make it the entirety of your being. I want to reiterate the point. The left's goal of normalizing homosexuality is to say, ah, it's no big deal. It's just like abortion. It's just like divorce. It's just like adultery. No biggie. And my point is, <laughs> all sins separate you from God. And if I wanted to share the gospel, I'd talk about how Jesus is the answer. I'd talk about how you are guilty in front of God, but believe in Jesus because you can't live by the law, but he did. And he bore your sins and you can take his righteousness and put it on you. And now you are justified in front of God. That is the gospel. We broke all those words down. We broke down justification and sanctification on my podcast, Politics by Faith, just last week. When the activist's goal is to claim there is no truth and who are you to say what's wrong and there is no such thing as right and wrong and everyone's right, you know, everyone's, uh, everyone sins all the time, so who cares? You only live once. My claim is, well, you're right about those last two. Everyone does sin all the time. So you better get right with God now because you only live once. You only have one life and then eternity. Don't be a slave in this life. Where's that going to lead you? Watch out for the mob. The mob doesn't love you. Mike Slater. More of our podcast on politics by faith. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Public Square was our very first sponsor of our podcast. I'm so grateful for them. Uh, Michael started this app. I was at their launch party a year or so ago. And I was like, oh, I, I hope this works. I hope this takes off. And it has taken off. They were the third most downloaded app in the entire app store, just like last week or so. Because people are waking up with Target and Bud Light and saying, I need something else. We can't, I can't do this anymore. So they found Public Square. And I, I hope you do too. And we use it all the time. It's, it's our go-to. Like We're like, hey, we need some food. Where do we go eat? Okay, don't use Google Maps. Don't use Yelp. Go to Public Square, hit near me, restaurants, and you can only do business now with people who share your values. Isn't that who you should be giving your money to and using the services from? Why would we do it any other way? It's incredibly powerful, your ability to vote with your wallet. Let's use that responsibility wisely. And it's uh, businesses near you, but also online. And it's every single category you can imagine, and they're growing and thriving, and they're going public, and 
They're never going to sell out their values. I guarantee it. And anyone who's featured on this app has to agree to five different values. And those are on their website and they're not messing around. PublicSQ.com to download the app for free in your app store. Join the movement, publicsq.com and the Public Square app.